from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Pierre Garçon hanging out with us on this Thursday. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. Check out the podcast. It's free wherever you get your podcast. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel Podcast, Apple Podcast. Subscribe to it. Get it right to your device. It's our gift to you because we, we love you. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel Podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Tom Brady's dad is speaking up. Tom Brady's trainer is speaking up. And this is all in advance of next weekend when the Bucks take on the Patriots in Foxborough. Tom Brady's return. So already the lead-up has started. And the main idea, uh, hey, this was Bill Belichick's idea for Tom Brady to no longer be with that organization. And Bill Belichick, I wonder if he regrets it. We'll talk about that in just a second, but I uh, want to get to the phones. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's the number. Let's go to Port St. Lucie. That's where we find Travis. Travis, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Travis? Hey, how we doing, guys? Good, man. Hey, uh, just real quick, uh, Pierre, you know, I heard you on the radio. I just wanted to let you know, uh, went to Otterbein from 04 to 07, and uh, I absolutely hated having the game plan against you every single week. Um, so thanks for ruining my Mount Union week for four years at Otterbein. Sorry so, about that, man. Sorry about that. What position did I you play? Just wanted to, uh, I was an offensive lineman, so thank God I didn't even have to try to tackle you. But um, I just want to let you know, sir, you are the best wide receiver talent that I had ever laid eyes on. So um, I appreciate it, I just want to let you know, man. Yeah. Division man three love. Here, Division so. three love. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Appreciate Thank you, you so calling. much, man. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Good stuff, Travis. Uh, and, All right, now tell us what you really think about yeah, Otterbein. So, so let's, let's t- yeah, uh, Otterbein, did they ever even come close to beating you when you were Nah, they were always competitive, but, you know. That's, the, that's a way they're, of saying it. Yeah, now, yeah, there's, uh, there's Mount Union at the top of the division, and then there's Everybody else. And everybody else is just <laughs> <laughs> the mouth. I like it's, it's, Pierre trying to put Otterbein down easy. He's like, oh, they were They're like the fourth, fourth best team in the conference. But okay. some years they can surprise you and you're like, okay, they're serious. But, you know, it, you know, fourth quarter, third, third quarter comes around. You know, it's over. Yeah. That's it's, a beautiful but part. They, but they're competitive. In the middle pack of the yeah. division. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful part about football, though. Like, you guys competed against each other in a game that's basically gladiator, you know, <laughs> with with a little bit of rules in it. Right. And yet he's calling you up to say, hey, man, I really appreciate <laughs> I really appreciate when you slayed that tiger, basically, if yeah. it's just gladiator days. Yeah. Thanks for telling that large game animal. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, I want to discuss Belichick here. So, so if we could hear Tom Brady Sr., So Tom's dad, who has never met a radio interview that he doesn't like. I mean, Tom (laughs) Brady's dad is all over the place. Mm -hmm. He was on Tom Coran's Patriot Way podcast, and uh, they were discussing Tom Brady's season last season and how it might have felt to Tom Brady and to the Brady family seeing what he did in Tampa. Do you find a measure of vindication? For your kid? Damn right. (laughs) Damn right. Belichick wanted him out the door, and last year he threw 56 touchdowns. I think that's a pretty good year. Do you think that Tom feels the same way? Damn right. (laughs) 
so, damn rights. Yeah, so so it's pretty emphatic, but also, why is he saying damn rights? You know, the <laughs> S, that's, that's how strong it is. It's multiple damn rights. Uh, right, are right, there right. plural? He said damn right twice. Maybe that's like extra plurals. I don't understand what he's doing there. But that's emphatic. He's making, he's making Bill Belichick feel it. Yeah, he is. He's, those S's. Belichick's like, he's sitting in his office game plan. And he's like, ooh, what was that? that oh, man. Um, but but it, it is clear that, I mean, he's speaking for his kid there, but mm-hmm. I don't think there's any mistaking that, uh, yeah, I, I think that family as a whole has a little bit of edge to him. And I think that there is a vindication like, uh, hey, we did not uh, think that our guy, we do not think Tom was treated fairly. He was forced out. It wasn't the other way around. Uh, and it, this, it, it sounds like off of that, you always think that, hey, that maybe that could have been avoided, right? That's news to me to feel like you know Tom Brady was forced out because you would never think you would want to force out Tom Brady, even if you're having a bad year. It's like you know, with Peyton, you don't want to force him out. Like If he wants to leave, that's fine, but you don't really want to push him out the door yeah. if he's – physically capable to keep playing like that's strong stuff saying that belichick pushed him forced him out yeah and then coquel's favorite guy uh what's what's his first name alex the witch doctor alex guerrero Guerrero, tom brady's trainer that has kept tom brady 25 years old for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. uh he said magically uh, magically must be in the avocados Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh he said quote the interesting thing here and this is just me as an outsider. It was like Bill never really, I think his emotions and feelings never evolved with age. I think in time with Tom, as Tom got into his late 30s or early 40s, I think Belichick was still trying to treat him like a 20-year-old kid that he drafted. And all the players, I think, realized Tom was just different. He's older, so he should be treated differently. And all the players, none of them would have cared that he was treated differently. I think that was such a Bill thing. He never evolved. So you can't treat someone who's in his 40s like they're 20 it doesn't. I, I've I've heard that before, where Bill Belichick treats everyone the same. You know, like you say, some guys do have leverage, you know, to get treated different. But I didn't think Bill Belichick wanted to give that off mm-hmm. as, hey, you're bigger than the team because they run a tight organization over there. So I I I can't understand that. And Tom Brady, at any time, you do get tired of being treated like a 20 year old instead of you sure. Know, a five-time, six-times Super Bowl champion. And so Bill Belichick is stubborn. We already knew that. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he's not able to evolve his coach-player relationship with Tom Brady, I think that's a a damning indictment on Belichick. I think think Tom probably just took it too personal. So you think Tom (laughs) took it too personal? No, I I would take it personal too after winning six Super Bowl champions or five or whatever or not. And, you know, he's still coaching still yelling at me. But if that's the way Tom – Bill Belichick is, you know, you kind of just let it roll off to your back. Well, then let me – so so say you were in a similar situation and you as a wide receiver, there's no way you would have stayed with the Patriots for nah, eight, nah, nine nah. seasons. Not because you weren't good, but because they would not have valued you. Uh, and Like they do their the white team. wide receivers. <laughs> would you stop? They even recycled those guys. Um, but but would, you, would you be okay sticking around if you're 31 years old and you're still getting treated like 21-year-old out of Mountain Union? Peter, no, so? you wouldn't. You wouldn't, but – you know, you're on a winning team, you know, the overall picture is like, hey, things are going great. You know, I don't know if they won the last time Tom Brady was there, but that's, you know, the organization that you're part of, a winning organization mm-hmm. that kind of cures everything, mm-hmm. you know. But the respect between, you know, men, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, is, you know, still got to be upheld to Tom, to both guys, you know, expectations. And Tom Brady probably did get tired of it, and they're not winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Well, I, and they always say, hey, Garoppolo's the next, and Jacoby Brissett's the next. So it's like, right, hey. there was always the next. Mm-hmm. And now, now, Tom Brady was 42 years old in his final season with the Patriots. So the Patriots were going to have to start planning post-Brady. Mm-hmm. But then that begs this question. Do you think that after seeing what Brady did last year, now Brady's talking about playing until he's 50, do, does Bill Belichick and do the Patriots, should they regret Pushing in Tom Brady Sr.'s words, damn right. Damn right. Should right. they <laughs> regret pushing Tom Brady out? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Should the Patriots and Belichick regret pushing out 42-year-old Tom Brady? Because they were going to have to plan for the future. They do have another rookie quarterback now uh, who, man, is he getting talked up for someone who hasn't played all that well. But that's a different story for Mm -hmm. a different time. But then the dude goes down to Tampa and throws 56 touchdowns and wins a Super Bowl last year. Should the Patriots regret, and Belichick especially, regret pushing out 42-year-old Tom Brady? 888-760-3776. But Bill Belichick didn't just push out Tom Brady. He pushed out other players too. Sure. Gronkowski. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like that, I guess that's the Patriot way. But I also, feel, but Tom Brady was the centerpiece I of agree. all of that. I agree. Of the NFL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. The whole the face of the league. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Joe is in Jupiter. Joe, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Great to talk to you again, Sierra Garcon. How you doing? I was able to talk to you a few weeks ago briefly. Doing great. I'm their biggest Cowboy fan. They'll tell you that. <laughs> um, I do want to comment on your. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good, buddy. I don't know. I do want to comment on the uh, football team from the other night. I agree with you. I, I watched that whole game, even though I can't stand the team just because they're in FC East. <laughs> I do appreciate t- talent when there's there. Mm-hmm. Heineke impressed me. And you know who else is impressive that I've really watched a lot of that I haven't is Scary Terry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's he, very good. He's he, 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 He's, a, he's, he's on a mission. I mean, in a good way. Yes, he's on a mission. Every time he gets that ball, he's on a mission. Yep. Yeah. The, oh, man. He got that burst. Like, I mean, I, I, I knew he was good. but And, Jill, that's a good call. And, and, and appreciate the call. Uh, uh, Terry McLaurin, what, what makes him, you, how you know he's good is that he can adapt to any quarterback. The quarterback doesn't matter with mm-hmm. him. He's going to get open, and he's going to fight for the ball, and he's going to be extremely physical. That's the sign. And he's of, fast. And he's fast. That's the sign of an outstanding receiver. Yeah, we don't care who throws it to us. Uh-uh. We just got to catch it. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that's how you played your career. Yeah, like no you, choice. It you, doesn't, doesn't matter were, if it's coming from a left-hand quarterback, right-hand quarterback, what? underhand, hey, catch it. <laughs> and you were treated to a guy who almost never missed when you got into the league with Peyton Manning. That was uh, the best thing to happen. Yeah, yeah, because you you knew what how to be be ready anytime a ball was coming your yes, way. I'm sure that helped you with the lesser quarterbacks. Hey, he was like, hey, just throw it, just be there, be at the spot, and yeah. we'll do the rest. Yeah, that see, that's incredible. I love that. I love the fact that you play with Peyton because now I just realized we can go over those Omaha calls and what everything really means in a little bit. Or even off the air, I'm going to keep you here for two hours to discuss Peyton Manning's checks and what he's Hope seeing. you don't have plans later today, Pierre. Uh, let's go to Richard in West Palm. Richard, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, bud? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. I think I think what happened with Tom Brady is with the Wes Welker deal, When I think he restructured his contract to try to get Wes Welker to stay, and they wouldn't budge on the contract i think he left like a hundred grand mm-hmm. and they wouldn't sign him and i think tom brady saw that and was like man if they do that to him what are they going to do to me 
Yeah. I think after that kind of deal, I think he kind of got sour. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think that there was some bitterness there. I don't think that he, was the end-all, be-all, but I think it was a collection of things like that. I think there there's something to be said for that, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's all I had to say, but I really believe uh, that was like his guy. I mean, he was like, all right, if I do this, and I think he signed, if I, maybe wrong, it was like 100 grand more for Denver. Yeah. It was like a yeah. slap in the face. It wasn't any, yeah, it wasn't anything overly significant. Do you think, and just back to the original question, Richard, do you think that Belichick and the Patriots should regret pushing out the Oh, you, you know, game? you know when they got in the playoffs and he made that Super Bowl, Drove him crazy. he didn't want to watch the news media. Yeah. You know he didn't want to because he was going to get, because if, if he didn't make the Super Bowl, you would have the argument, who's better, the coach or the quarterback? Uh-huh. After that year, the quarterback won that argument. Hit right out. You can't argue. You can't dispute it because Tom Brady took it to the Super Bowl one. Belichick didn't. Richard, we're on the same page on that. I I completely agree. That's a good way to put it too. In I the agree. the constant discussion of was it coach or quarterback? Was it chicken or the egg? It was quarterback over coach, and last year proved it. They should have hung around. And it was a home team Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. A historic home <laughs> team time. Super Bowl win. Absolutely. Clearly, Bill Belichick's overrated. <laughs> hey, that's in the question. <laughs> Pierre Garcon. That's in the question. This All right, Pierre, join me here. That's, that's in the question. Hey, he it. loses this week. Uh, uh, hot seat, right? Who do they play? Oh, who do they play? I got to look it up. But either way, hot seat, that's right? Hot Pierre, Garcon's, Pierre Garcon's evolution into accepting <laughs> the hot takey sports talk world, it makes me Embrace so happy. Embrace the Rock, dark side. Robert Kraft is... Committed to Bill Belichick. I don't think he would ever pull that trigger. No, no, but it's oh, his Tukas is getting warm. <laughs> That's a warm Tukas, absolutely. Hey, uh, Coquel, do we want to do some weekend warriors here? Yeah, sure. All right. It is the fantasy contest sweeping Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast at the very least, or maybe even just West Palm. But we sure do have fun with it. Bud Light and Braun Distributing present Weekend Warriors. Last week, Joe and Jupiter was our winner uh, when he took Derrick Henry as his running back, and Derrick Henry racked up the fantasy points. Pierre, that wasn't even close yeah. after what he did in Seattle. So Joe and Jupiter, he won a $100 gift card uh, to the Snuggery in Palm Beach Gardens. This week, the venue is the Brass Monkey in Lake Worth, the Brass Monkey in Lake Worth. You're playing for a $100 gift card to the Brass Monkey in Lake Worth. You can drink Bud Lights to your heart's desire if you win this edition of Weekend Warriors. This week, we're going uh, wide receivers. Wide receivers this week. That is going to be the five players that we mentioned. So how do you play Weekend Warriors? I'm going to give you five names. The five highest projected point totals associated with wide receivers this week. You call in at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you pick one wide receiver of the five that I name. If that wide receiver, according to ESPN PPR scoring, has the highest score at the end of week three, then you win that $100 gift card to Brass Monkey in Lake Worth. Does that sound clear enough, Pierre? Sounds clear enough. I, should, right. I should be good at this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but So we will get our callers lined up here. And so what we're going to do is typically I play this. We have four callers come in, and then I pick uh, whatever is left. Pierre is going to have whatever is left this week. Pierre is going to be playing here. Weekend Warriors, four callers, and then Pierre will get the player that is left. If (laughs) Pierre wins, if Pierre wins, Weekend Warriors, that means 
No listener wins this week, and it rolls over to next week. How about that? That's right, because you got to earn it, damn it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm going to give the five players right now, the five wide receivers, uh, that are going to be part of Weekend Warriors this week. So line it up at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And then... We will take our callers, our participants, they will pick a name, and then whatever name is left of the five that I name, Pierre will have that player. And again, if Pierre wins, it holds over into next week. Brass Monkey and Lake Worth, $100 gift card. That is what we are playing for. It is Bud Light Brown Distributing Weekend Warriors. Again, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's go ahead and give the names here. We're going to give the names. We're going to start uh, Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs, they have the Chargers this week. Tyreek Hill, <laughs> the Chiefs, they have the Chargers this week. Devontae Adams, Packers, they are at San Francisco. Devontae Adams, Packers, at San Francisco. DeAndre Hopkins, Cardinals, they are at Jacksonville. A.J. Braun, the Titans, they are home against Indy. And then Tyler Lockett, Seattle, at Minnesota. Those are the five wide receivers that we are picking here in Weekend Warriors. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And again, it is ESPN PPR scoring, right, Coquel? Just to make sure that it, we are abundantly clear. It's whatever comes through on my app. <laughs> right. That's what we're doing. ESPN PPR. That's how we're doing the scoring. Uh, let's start with JC in Jupiter. JC, is it Tyree Kill against the Chargers? Devontae Adams against San Francisco? Hopkins against Jacksonville? AJ Brown against Indy or Lockett against Minnesota? You have the first pick. Oh, Defense. We... I'm definitely taking AJ Brown. You're taking AJ Brown. JC in Jupiter is going AJ Brown. JC, thank you so much. Uh, let's go to Mark in West Palm. Mark, who do you have of Hill, Adams, Hopkins, Lockett? I'm going to go Hopkins. All right. Mark is taking DeAndre Hopkins. Murray and Hopkins are so fun to watch, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Steve in Jupiter. Steve, it is down to Tyree Kill, Devontae Adams, and Tyler Lockett. I will go with Tyler Lockett. All mm. right, Tyler Lockett, mm. Steve in Jupiter. Oh, the, the reaction from mm. Pierre leads me to believe that he might not agree with the number three pick. <laughs> the drama, I like it. <laughs> Eddie Pierre. Uh, <laughs> Mike in Wellington, it is up to you. Whoever you don't pick, Pierre is going to have that selection trying to beat the callers. All right, Mike, between Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, who are you picking? I'm going to go Tyreek. All right. So That's that means that Devontae Adams belongs to Pierre Garcon. I like that pick, Devontae Adams. I think that's a strong pick. Now, very, very strong. The Niners secondary is strong. Yeah, I've, seen Aaron Rodgers can... I, I've seen them before. I've seen them before. I've seen that up close and personal. And so that means we were talking about quarterbacks and wide receivers dependent on quarterbacks. And of this group, the best quarterback I can in see Devontae with two touchdowns. Uh-huh. I think Aaron Rodgers can ball out against his nemesis, the San Francisco 49ers. And I think he owes the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, is it in San Fran or is it, it in? It is in San Fran. 
So that's the Makes team. It a little tougher. He wanted to be traded to in the offseason, reportedly. Big stakes, Sunday night game. Sunday night, exactly. Prime wow. time. And he's going to put on a show. Yep, and Pierre said Sunday night. That's the best yes. time to play. Yes, yes, and he's just coming off a Monday night victory, uh-huh. too. He's hot. That's, that's absolutely right. The cheetah is the picker here. That's the one you got to go with. Yeah, they've been tearing up the Chargers for a while. And he got shut down by the Ravens last week. Like oh, he was completely call. taken out of the game. So I think he's going to bounce back and say, okay, well, this isn't going to become a regular thing. So JC has A.J. Brown. Mark has DeAndre Hopkins. Steve going with Tyler Lockett. Mike has Tyree Kill and Pierre Garcon with Devontae Devante. Adams. That's go right. Go <laughs> Pierre is a pack fan this week, baby. When we come back, we're not done yet because we still have more to give away. I am like Oprah. <laughs> you get a gift card, and you get a gift card, and you get a gift card. Except Oprah was never hanging out with NFL royalty. That's right. I called you NFL royalty. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Or me. <laughs> oh, yep. He's Pierre Garçon. <laughs> He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. We're live on ESPN 106.3.